Which game that does not exist yet would you buy if available? We sailing, so you could pretend to be rich. Or we beer pong, so you could pretend to have friends. Aside, stupid. All right, hey everybody, welcome to Pick Aside, Stupid. This week we are talking about Nintendo. And I'm here with Ted Pettingill, Sean Rosa, Ryan Shea, and Bill McMorrow. Five guys in the studio. So, all right, let's talk Nintendo. This is round two of Nintendo for us. We did this last year, all right. but this, I wanted to get back on it. Nintendo Company, or is this Nintendo Entertainment System, the 1985? No, we're not going just the original okay. NES, but Nintendo, everything Nintendo. I'm talking Super right. Nintendo, N64. You guys remember uh, when Sega Genesis came out and their like tagline was like, Sega does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> But then, like, Sega went out of business, and... I mean, Nintendo, Nintendo didn't do that. Nintendo go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> because they made, like, eight 32-bit systems at once. Try to release them all at the same time. Who did that? Sega? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was, like, the Dreamcast. What did they make? The Dreamcast, the Saturn, the, uh, the 32X, the CD, and then there was also the Neptune and the Jupiter that didn't get actually released. What are we talking about right now? Right now, we're talking Nintendo. Okay. Again? Bill. You're out of here. Don't even bother. You don't like Nintendo. You didn't like no, the I games. I didn't say I don't like Nintendo. There were Nintendo games. Okay. Like. Fine. I'm going to start from the other side. Ted. Yes. You guys ever heard a little game called Super Mario Brothers? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm unfamiliar. Ted, what, did you, what was your favorite Nintendo game? Uh, so, Duck Hunt. Sure. It had a gun. And a dog. Guns and dogs. That's what I look for. <laughs> All right. That's as good a reason as any. Do you guys have Game Boys? I, I have Game Boys. I it now. No, I want I like step up and feel free to take charge. I had a Game Boy. I had a Game Boy that I played Pokemon Blue on until it was stolen out oh, of that's my backpack. Game Bo- that, that's Game Boy Color. Yeah, that was getting, Game Boy Color. That was an yeah. That was definitely a later version because Pokemon was not even a thing when Game Boy came out. I currently you have, guys remember Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> I currently have three Whatever Game Boy Advances. What? I don't know how. You never I got hear them. about it anymore, dude. I had the Game Boy when it was yeah it was black and white right there's no backlit screen no backlit screen you needed i had this like thing that i would attach to it that was like a magnifying glass with lights on it that would light up the screen very poorly yeah and i would have to uh try and play that thing in the dark in my room you know what was even worse than that the tiger handhelds oh i never had that i wanted one of those you wanted one of those yeah oh, of course oh. really they look good they, on tv not good no they are awful what's the best mario hold on before we get to that because we were on mario 2 who's the best character to play Princess. with all right i'm gonna i'm gonna uh say maybe but you make a case for luigi he was pretty great what was his princess thing? couldn't jump as high luigi could jump real high and far but it was it but princess would just like float your 2019 hot takes are just not what they used to be 
I think uh, I actually. Luigi was decent. <laughs> Luigi was a jump. His, his in-air control though wasn't as good. It though. wasn't as good. No. Yeah, yeah. Luigi had a pretty nice vertical. Oh, setting the internet on fire. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> Last question before we finish this up. Making a good one. Yeah. A good question. What Mario Kart. Who you who you racing with? Who's your character in Mario Kart? Toad. Toad. Hmm. What's Bill? the one? What's the one <laughs> fucking answer that's wrong? What's Donkey the one Kong. Answer that's Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong or Bowser? Or Bowser. <laughs> Donkey Kong all day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that would make sense because you're slow and shitty. So everybody agrees it's Toad. Toad is yeah. where you, everybody's Shit. picking Toad. Was that yours? Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. I'll be on my Xbox. All right, but, all right. But you, I've heard I've heard people say uh, you Yoshi, which is clearly wrong. You can't be Toad. Who are you? You're fucking Yoshi. No. Yeah. No, Cooper Trooper. I have no idea. You're the turtle. You're the fucking turtle. <laughs> Hey friends, thanks for listening. We recorded this live at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy. You can catch us any Friday night at 7 p.m. recording a brand new episode there. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid! This week we are talking about Nintendo. We have this wonderful board that Sarah drew up with, yes, with the categories. So you can choose between Super Mario Brothers, Mega Man, Zelda, Castlevania, or uh, this is like chance. It could be about anything having to do with Nintendo if you pick chance. So it's kind of a wild card category. Our first debate of the night is between Ori Chatil and Matt MacArthur. Matt, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second this time. Second, okay. Um, Ori, what uh, category would you like? Uh, Mario. Mario, okay. Here we go. Your question is, uh, would you rather eat a mushroom and grow twice your normal size or touch a star and become invincible? A lot of people here have eaten mushrooms. And you did experience some transformations, okay? <laughs> Nobody here has touched a star. And that's what I'm doing. I like touching a star because it's more fantastical. First off, you got to get to a star. This is 30,000 degrees. I'm already invincible <laughs> by the time I've touched this thing. Meanwhile, what do you do? You turn into a mushroom and you're like seven foot six. All right, Yao Ming is seven foot six right now. He's in China. I'm at the sun. I'm touching the star. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I'm hesitant to agree with that because, you know, if you look at the reverse, a lot of stars have been touching people lately, and it's not making them invincible at all. They're more vulnerable than ever, I'd say. But mushrooms, honestly, I think mushrooms feel like the safer option these days, you know? I would be 11-foot maybe 10 inches. I think that's roughly double. And uh, that's impressive, too. I think that would be cool. I could definitely dunk on Yao Ming if I was 11-something. And uh, yeah, and then I would avoid that whole shit. 
What celebrities you fucking, Matt? I would fuck a celebrity, too. I'll touch a star in this scenario. Did I mention that I'm invincible, by the way? That means I can get away with anything, then go to jail, and then break out, walk right through that wall. I'm still touching the star. This is also true. Um, I guess it depends on the star you're going to touch. That's a big important thing to factor to fill in. Because, yeah, I guess there are plenty of stars I would touch in that way, invincibility or not. And then there's plenty that I probably wouldn't. But I would do all the mushrooms. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I need to question it. I guess that's probably stupid if you're in the woods and you're like, well, if there's one, I'll eat it. But, you know, fuck it. We only live once. All right. I got to hand the win here to Matt MacArthur. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Sean Rosa and Stephen Archer. Sean, would you like to go first or second? I'll go first. Okay, and what category would you like? I'll take a question mark. Great. Your question is from Tyler Derniak. He asks... Who gets the good controller? The host, because it's their house, or the guest, because they're the guest? The host. The host gets the good controller, because, like, they have the system, they have the house. The guest, you, it could just be, like, some homeless dude. Like, you never know. Like, like oh, you, you, want, you want the good controller. Why? Because I invited you here? Because I was nice enough to open my home and my refrigerator to you? You, you, just, you just keep taking and taking and taking, and I'm never going to have you back to this house if you demand that good controller. I'll give you... I'll give you like a like a a dumb like like you'll have to play like Mario Kart with like the duck hunt controller gun like you you keep testing me and you'll you'll never play video games again as your uh, sexy Puerto Rican homeless man who you invited into your home to play with your Nintendo which I'm assuming is not a pun um, but then I think it's a pun because you offered me the duck hunt gun. Um, so being homeless, uh, sexy Puerto Rican man, I'm just going to take the gun and say, fuck it. You know, uh, why not? And uh, maybe there's games involved, maybe there's not. Uh, hopefully with the TV involved too. Uh, hopefully not cameras, but uh, I'll, um, I will take your sexy gun. It's not a pun, it's a double entendre. And also, just because you're sexy and Puerto Rican, that doesn't, that doesn't make you deserve the good controller. I don't care how sexy or Puerto Rican anyone is. It's my house, my controller. Get your sexy Puerto Rican ass out of here if you don't like it. So I haven't bathed in like months being the sexy homeless Puerto Rican guy. So I'm just happy that you invited me in your home anyway. Um, smells really bad. In all the regions, I'd put your gun. Um, so I'm just—I just want—I just want you to know that I'm just happy to be here. All right. Um, I gotta hand the win here to Archer. Oh. 
All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Vaden Jones. Bill, would you like to go first or second? Go second, please. Second, okay. Vaden, uh, what category would you like? Uh, Mario Brothers. Mario. Okay, here we go. All right. We're good. All right, Vaden. Uh, you're in last place in Mario Kart. Do you try your best knowing that you'll probably end up maybe in third place at best? Or do you spend the rest of your time trying to sabotage your friend who's in first place? <laughs> the, the answer is easy. Um, fuck my friends. Um, no, you, you just hit every square you come across until you get that blue shell of fuck you. And as soon as you get it, you hit it. <laughs> you're, go, you're going from... Look, I, I, I'm going to pay you back for, for the beer to fuck you and your beer. This house is mine now. <laughs> there you go. What's the question? I don't give a... Why? Literally, how many times do you think we've debated Nintendo on this fucking show? Like, every three weeks we do this. Am I just losing my fucking mind? Why are we doing this? Also... Dude in the green shirt, are you Luigi or did you just happen to wear a green shirt? What's going on? It looks like you're supposed to be Luigi, but you couldn't find overalls. What am I doing? You want to win. Why are we here? It's so cold out. It's so cold out. We all fucking drove here. I'm, maybe we didn't all drive. Maybe someone took public transportation. It's not very reliable. We all know that, so... I seriously don't know why we're here. But I'd do the opposite of what hit. I'd help my friends. I like to help my friends. Who fucking, what do you do with your friends? Maybe that's why you don't have any. Because you're always busy fucking them. Or trying to fuck them. Or pretending that you want to try to fuck them. Or telling other people that you're pretending that you're trying that you want to fuck your friends. I lost the thread. I don't even know what we're doing Time. Anymore. Here, here's why I screw over my friends. Because when you do, you get an excellent tantrum like we just saw. <laughs> Without screwing over your friends, people like Bill wouldn't exist. <laughs> my heart beats a cool 70 per minute. I'm, I'm not freaking out yet, guys. You want to see me freak out? Let's do this. Hey, Sean, 40 people in the room. Where's the merch? Under the fucking table. Does anybody even know that there's shirts available? Like, what the fuck are we doing? Look. Get the fuck up. Pick up the shirts. Put them on a table. I got to get out of here. I think, my, I think my pizza just showed up. Fuck this place. Not this place. It's a lovely establishment with great pizza and lovely people. I mean everything we, we're doing. Time. Here. All right. I got to hand the win here to Vaden Jones.
<laughs> next up, everybody, please welcome Tyler Derniak and Mike B. Giordano. Tyler, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Second, okay. Mike, what uh, category would you like? I'm going to go with uh, question mark. All right. Here we go. Your question is, which game that does not exist yet would you buy if available? We sailing, so you could pretend to be rich. Or we beer pong, so you could pretend to have friends. I think, I think the answer is simple here. Uh, we sailing. Uh, because when I'm pretending to be rich, I'm also pretending to have friends. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure that's the only way I could get friends is if I had a lot of money to buy them. Um, because, you know, sure, I'm pretending, I'm having those digital friends over for beer pong, but I'm also terrible at beer pong. I'd like to think I might be okay at sailing. How hard could it be? I, I would say the good thing is I'm rich, I can buy sailing lessons. Nobody's teaching me how to play beer pong because, again, no friends. So that's all I got. You know, when you're rich, you really can't just buy friends. You can spend money and have a bunch of people follow you around, but none of them will love you for you. You will never build a bond stronger than the bond you will build with the AI in We Beer Pong. <laughs> Scooterbot is a great guy. We went to AI University together, and we're having a great time. We're forming a bond over that like fake, not Bud Light because they didn't get the license. We're just going at it, you know, talking about life, talking about our families, talking about things that bring us together, not about money, not about this consumerism that has plagued you. You know, you're, you're getting me to rethink a lot of things. You know, the, the, the problem is I, I was born and raised in America, and all I know is the almighty dollar. And, and I've never known love, so I really, I can't, even, I can't even begin to conceive of the other side of just having friends that love me. It just, I'm a bummer. <laughs> you know, I really, I, I hate hearing that someone has never experienced love, but you know what? We Beer Pong has a two-player mode. <laughs> and if you're willing to open your heart, I would love to play We Beer Pong with you. <laughs> this is what love feels like. <laughs> True, non-monetarily motivated Time. love. Time! All right, I hand the win here to Tyler Derniak. All right. <laughs> Only Ted kisses dudes on this stage. Uh, Tyler did it? Oh, yeah, Tyler and Ted did it, right? Oh, good point. Step it up, Tyler. We know you have it in you. All right. Um, next up, everybody, please welcome Zach Jones and Izzy DeRosa. 
All right, Zach, do you want to go first or second? Second? Okay, Izzy, what category would you like? Um, I'm going to say Castlevania. Castlevania, okay. Your question is from Theo Constantino. He asks, who is the real hero? The old man giving a young boy weapons or the cook hiding rotisserie chickens in the castle walls? I'm going to go ahead and say the cook hiding the rotisserie chicken in the castle walls. I feel like your house is always, well, the castle is always going to smell good because there's cooked chicken in it. Um, and that's a plus. And whenever I'm hungry and I need a snack, I can just break open one of the parts of the wall and grab myself a piece of chicken. Uh, it's winter, so it's really important that I thicken up and eat a lot. So having chicken, like, fully accessible is very important to me. Listen, what's the most important thing about castle ownership? Resale value. If you are punching holes in a house that already smells like food all of the time, you are losing money on your investment. Hi, I'm Zach, and I'm here to talk to you. In this short 30-minute VHS, you will learn all you need to know about castle ownership and the maintenance of. Step one, don't put chicken in the walls. Two, if there is chicken in the walls, leave it there. It's fine. Don't break down your walls trying to get the chicken out. Three, I uh, have an old man there who has weapons to give to kids. That's just fun. Uh, so I work with second and third graders, and I think that having chicken in your wall is a safe bet. Giving guns to children <laughs> is not safe. You're going to have many more holes in your walls, and your resale value will be very low. Odds Odds are those kids are probably going to kill at least three people. So you're then going to have rotting corpses. Chickens are cooked. They're cooked. If they're not cooked. Time. Please turn now to VH no VHS number two to continue the lesson. Hi, I'm Zach, and I'm here to talk to you about weapons for kids. That lesson number one. Not guns, they've got all kinds of other cooler weapons that they'll like way more that will do way less damage. Maybe some swords, maybe some whips, probably not some whips. Maybe, uh, you know, listen, if your kids are cool, Time. <laughs> oh, God. All right, this is a tough one here, but I think I have to hand the win to Izzy DeRosa. Zach, I thought you were making a good case until you are like, swords, but not whips. Those are too dangerous. But swords, swords are cool. Um, all right, next up, everybody, please welcome Katie Dungar and Pete Andrews. Okay. Um, Katie, would you like to go first or second? Second. Okay. Pete, what category would you like? Uh, let's go with mystery box. Okay, this is the last question from that 
category. Uh, your question is from Ray Bryant. He asks, where the hell does Donkey Kong get all those barrels? <laughs> a, he builds them himself, or B, he owns a winery. The foreshadowing on this show is always amazing. Of course he owns a winery. Donkey brand wine has been finally manufacturing a wonderful array of mushroom-based wines for generations, guaranteed to increase the size of anyone who drinks it. Sick of being a puty janitor? Want to be a giant gorilla? Donkey wine. When you're done with it, just throw it away. That's the little people's problem. Thank you. Okay. All of you laughing, you're wrong. You are so wrong. Donkey Kong, he cares about the artistry of it. And he builds those barrels himself. Donkey Kong is not just a big old gorilla. He is a cooper. That is the technical term for someone who builds barrels. Did you know that? And he doesn't, he doesn't use those barrels for wine. No, he uses them to age whiskey. Because Donkey Punch whiskey is way better than Donkey Kong winery. Here at Donkey Kong Winery, we prefer a much simpler way of life, a more inclusive kind of life, a non-gender binary kind of life, where anyone can be the Kong of their choice, and the wine is always flowing, and the size is always getting bigger. Because we want to be powerful, you want to be powerful, but we all want a wonderful glass of Chardonnay. Time. No, we don't want a glass of Chardonnay. White wines are fake wines. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're here at Donkey Punch Distillery. We're going to drink some whiskey. We're going to throw the barrels at hapless plumbers who think they're going to rescue their girlfriends. And we don't care about the power dynamics. We're just going to laugh at you. Time. All right, a lot of good points made on both sides, but I gotta hand the win here to Pete Andrews. All right. Next up, in our final debate of round one, everybody please welcome Ted Pettingill and Matt MacArthur. Ted, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second, Sean. Okay. This is nice, you guys reuniting after all these years. Uh, it's been a while. Matt, what category would you like? Castlevania, certainly. Castlevania. All right, here we go. Um, your question is, oh, which, which of these bosses from Castlevania would you rather have over for board game night? <laughs> Doppelganger? Or Dracula? Um, doppelganger, for sure, that's pretty easy. Dracula has, like, the combined knowledge of, you know, 
centuries of human wisdom. You ever didn't even watch the Netflix series? You see the fucking library? It's gigantic. He knows a lot. Doppelganger me is not that clever. He's exactly as dumb as I am. So it goes from 100% loss, for sure, if I play Dracula in any kind of non-chance-based board game, to a completely chance-based anything against myself. You know what I mean? Like, if it, even if it's a game based on intelligence, we're exactly equal, so one of us is just going to fuck up. I have a 50-50 against idiot me. But Dracula, it's, there's no winning. I don't want to play myself in anything <laughs> because I am a cheater. <laughs> Sean had me over board games like a month ago. We played some game nobody ever played before. I was just making up rules as I went. <laughs> Still lost, but... <laughs> Whereas Dracula comes over, sure, he's real smart and probably good at stuff, but you know what he's not good at? Eating garlic bread. <laughs> And what am I, what am I serving? Pizza rolls and garlic bread. This is a very, very good move. Um, the issue uh, with that guy too, though, is that he's going to be a problem after board game night. Like once you invite Dracula over your house for board game night, Dracula can show up whenever the fuck Dracula wants to show up, right? Doppelganger me, like, fine, I've had shittier roommates than me. You know what I mean? Like, I know exactly how to deal with my shit. If he keeps coming around, I'm going to be like, fine, just could you, like, please unclog the fucking toilet, me and you. Let's both do it. But Dracula shows up, and you're not even going to see him. Yeah, I'm sure my girlfriend would be thrilled if another me showed up and also didn't pay rent. <laughs> All right, I got to hand the wind to Ted Pettigal. Okay. We're between rounds now, which means I get to read the questions that didn't make it onto the show this week. So here we go. One, uh, Tyler Derniak asks, what would Kirby's powers be if they swallowed you? Okay. Uh, Theo Constantino wants to know, <laughs> what's ended more friendships, the 2016 election or a well-placed banana? <laughs> Nathan Burke wants to know, is Pokemon a form of slavery? Okay. There we go. Round two. Let's start it up. Uh, first up, everybody please welcome Stephen Archer and Theo Constantino. All right. Uh, Theo, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first, Sean. First. Okay, and what category would you like? No chance left, so. Castlevania. Castlevania. Here we go. Your question is from Chloe Cunha. She asks, who is more likely to be into BDS&M? <laughs> Simon Belmont, who carries a whip with him all the time, or Bowser, who constantly wears a spiky collar? I'm so sick of people wearing spiky collars thinking that they're, like, sexually devious. 
It's always those guys that are like, yeah, I'm kinky, and they just smack a girl on the ass or something like <laughs> some shit like that. No, a whip. You can do so many things with a whip. You don't technically have to hit them. You can insert it and. So <laughs> you could for a really long time. For a really long time. And you can't hug Bowser. You'll die or you'll bleed out. Have you seen him? He has spikes all over him. It's just, it's too, it's too many fucking spikes. I'm going to get really nerdy here. Uh, so. I don't know if you guys know this, uh, Bowser would be the most kinky, of course, because Bowser has the crown thing. So I could be having fun relations with Bowser and say, you know what, I'm tired of this whole like big do thing. Put the crown on Bowser, now he's Bowsette. And now he's a sexy girl. And now we're gonna do that. But you know what, I'm tired of sexy girl, I'm going back to sexy man, take crown off, now he's big brawly dude again. That, to me, is the definition of kink. Going guy to girl, back and forth. And in the relationship, it's the same person. So technically, I'm not cheating. I'm tired of dating people that aren't honest about who they are. These, <laughs> these poser fucking goths. There is nothing more goth than hanging around with vampires all day. And you get a whip inserted. Oh, no, thank you, sir. Um, but honestly, being in a castle with this person who has all these slaves amongst them, I can just keep passing crowns. So when he's done with me, I can say, you know what, I'm gonna crown you person, and now you're a woman. Oh, now you're a guy. Oh, now, you know what, we're just gonna have a big crown party all together. We'll use whips, mushrooms, stars, everything all together. All right, I gotta hand the win here to Theo Constantino. Okay. Uh, all right, next up, everybody, please welcome Tyler Derniak and Izzy DeRosa. Okay, uh, Tyler, do you want to go first or second? I'll go uh, second. Second, okay. Izzy, what category would you like? Um, I'm going to pick Mega Man. Mega Man, okay, here we go. Um... Your question is from Sean Clark. He asks, better way to steal someone's power, killing them like Mega Man or eating them like Kirby? I'm going to say eating them like Kirby because, uh, like I said earlier about the chicken, I'm trying to get winter thick. So if I can simultaneously kill you and uh, get a little nourishment and then also, you know, a little thick, that's not a bad thing for me. Um, yeah, that's really it. Kirby's also really cute, so I feel like if I adopted his powers, I would also be very cute. Or hers, I don't know. Yeah. First of all, I don't like the assumption that Mega Man isn't cute. <laughs> Second of all, Mega Man is a kind robot. Sure, he's murdering, but he's not making them suffer by slowly digesting in your acids. <laughs> Kirby is a monster that tortures to death. And then what does Kirby do? It pretends to be that person. It's like murdering someone, wearing their skin, and going home being like, I'm just like your dad, but you're not. <laughs> you're a monster. Uh, well, so Mega Man is 
a white man and a robot. So I feel like both AI and white men stealing more jobs is really not fair and ripping off other people's uh, talents and things like that by stealing their powers. No, I don't think so. I don't like that. Uh, I think that Kirby is, is cute. I don't know. That's it. And not stealing any jobs. Just being cute, getting thick, and warming up for winter. Time. Mega Man might be a white man, but Kirby's also a white man, but it just got sunburned. You've seen the original Kirby? It's white. It's white on the cover. But you know what? A couple of minutes in the sun, murdering people, killing them slowly, got a little sunburned. That's what Kirby is, and that's what you want to be. You monster. Time. All right, I gotta hand the win here to Tyler Jerniak. All right, our final debate of round two. Everybody, please welcome Ted Pettingill and Pete Andrews. Um, all right, we have uh, Mega Man and Zelda left. Uh, Ted, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Pete, what category would you like, Mega Man or Zelda? Uh, Zelda. Okay. Great. Your question is um, from Jeerpalapple. He asks, the world is in danger and needs a hero. Do you turn to a child living in the forest or a plumber? I'm turning to a plumber. Uh, mostly because it's the only hero I've actually met in real life. You know what's the worst feeling in the world? Being stuck on a toilet without toilet paper. You know the second worst feeling in the world? when all the toilet paper and stuff comes back up. I'm throwing a bat signal in this guy that's just a wrench. Thank you. Look at Mr. Moneybags over here. Anytime he's got a problem, he calls a plumber. <laughs> Fucking. I didn't know you could make a million dollars without learning to read, but. Plumbers, they, unless you're like putting in new pipes, pipes, having a stroke again, uh, <laughs> unless you're putting in new pipes, anything they can do, you can do. I fucking installed a garbage disposal. It's not that hard. Uh, what, you know, I've never had the innocence of a child. <laughs> and if anything can save the world, it's probably that. Oh my god, a demon who has one-third of the power in the universe is coming to eat the planet? I think that's the plot of this game. Time. <laughs> I tried to do a disposal, too. It didn't work. We're not all like Ted. We don't all have a child we're willing to endanger. Some of us need to call in a professional. Or at least my dad. Just... 
don't make me do it. YouTube isn't in this world. There's no instructional video. I have to guess, based on the schematics, where the pipe will let out. I'm calling a professional. Time. For those of you listening at home, Pete made a visual joke. <laughs> this is an audio format. That being said, I do have a child to endanger. <laughs> Get your toy sword and your wooden shield, Pete. <laughs> Al-Qaeda's out there. Time. All right. Oh, man. If this was a roast show, you would have won this round, Ted. But instead, Pete Andrews is moving on. <laughs> All right. That's fun. All right, uh, we are at our final debate of the evening. So everybody, please welcome Tyler Derniak and Theo Constantino. Sarah, are we good? Yeah, okay, cool. Um, all right, uh, Tyler, do you want to go first or second? I'll go uh, second. Second, okay. Theo, this is our last question of the evening. It has to do with Zelda. You ready? Yep. Okay, your question is, you get in an Uber and the driver is dressed in a green shirt, a big belt, leather gloves and a green hat. There's a tiny fairy floating around giving the driver directions. Do you keep quiet? The fairy probably knows where we're going. Or... Do you insist the driver follow the GPS directions? Um, I keep quiet because this driver is just shouting at his floating ferry. <laughs> I think I'm on a fucking trip right now. <laughs> I, no, I don't even think he could understand a GPS at this point. He has a ferry and a GPS and he can't get to where we're going. I'm fucking dead. I want my driver to follow the GPS because the GPSs are right. The ferries are annoying. GPS says it one time. The ferry just constantly screams at you. Hey! 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 You know what the GPS sounds like? Turn left at Commonwealth Avenue. That's so much more pleasant. I just I, I, I want a pleasant Uber ride. It's been a long night. I don't need the loud, piercing noise. I just left a club. I don't need more of it. The ferry actually doesn't have that kind of a high-pitched voice, but I'd rather take a ferry trying to be helpful than someone telling someone else how to do their fucking job <laughs> that they do every day. You're probably the kind of person that just like, no, actually, you could take this left. I know better. You probably speak up over the GPS. At the end of the day, it's just, no, I, I'm, I'm a fairy boy. I like him. Since when has Navi not been trying to tell Link how to do his job? That's the entire point of Navi. You know how to play it. But Navi tells it how to do his job. The GPS is just helping him do his job. GPS isn't like saying, you've got to press the gas pedal. You've got to press the gas pedal. Hey, press the gas! 
gas pedal? No. GPS knows he knows the basics of driving. It's just like, hey, you want to take a right over there? You want to take a left here? Here's the apartment. Time. All right. Well, I don't know who to choose here, but luckily I don't have to because you guys are going to do it for me. So get out your phones because I want you to vote on who is the winner of this round. Bill, it is only 8.29, and we've got this room until 8.45, all right? So we can wait another 15 minutes, if that's what it takes, to get this fucking final vote in. I want a good vote, all right? I want every vote to count. Guys, every vote counts. Every vote counts, okay? All right. Here we go. You can't vote multiple times. Ray Bryant built this app, and he made it so that you cannot game the system. So... Tyler wins 17 to 15. Tyler Derniak. Give it up for Tyler Derniak, everybody. And Theo. And thank you all for being here tonight. This was a lot of fun. All right, that is our show for this week. Thank you all for listening. Come down next Friday. We'll be at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy, 7 p.m. with more debates. I want to give a great big thank you to Chris Gagney for converting this music, our normal theme song, into an 8-bit sort of sound. Give it that Nintendo feel for this episode. Thanks, Chris. I want to give a big thank you to Matt Bedell for the artwork this week. You see that thumbnail with all the Nintendo characters in there. Those are drawn up by Matt Bedell. You can get at them at Bedell was already taken on Instagram. And if you want to find me a different night of the week, you can find me, Sean Carter, at Sally O'Brien's Monday nights, 7 p.m. Sign up for the open mic. Come down, tell some jokes. The Poor House in Boston at 8 p.m. on Wednesday nights. I'm down in the basement hosting a little stand-up comedy showcase. And every Friday at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy, 7 p.m., hosting this debate show that you just listened to. Different show every week, different topic, different comics. Come down and join us.